Our stories are powerful. They can define who we are and the way we conduct ourselves. They color the lens in which we see the world. Now, unconsciously, we can continue well into adulthood, letting others fill the page while we sit idly by. Or we can take our ownership of our stories and challenge what has been written by others without our permission. Just as you might take a pen and correct errors on a manuscript to refine and improve a story, so you can bring your own story to light and make the necessary corrections in your mind where you see errors that are holding you back. You had absolutely no control over those pages filled in by your family in the earliest days. But what's great is that you do have the control now over your perceptions of those first chapters and the ones who wrote them. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. And I was thinking it has been a little while since I have done anything on parenting. And I feel like my mothers out there really, really deserve some content on that. So today we're going to be talking about parenting. But you know what the funny thing is? This topic, because it will be a little bit of self work and I I will explain kind of why that is. We're going to do a little exercise today that you, I think you'll find really, really useful. Um, because we're going to do that exercise, it might actually be useful for everyone, even outside of parenting. Um, just if you're a, um, a Muslimah who wants to heal a little bit from family drama or trauma. So I wanted to say it kind of hits both of those points. So if you're interested, keep listening. And today... Um, I just really, really wanted to give a shout out to a beautiful sister that I love and adore. Um, and I haven't seen her for years. And I recently got to speak to her a little bit. And I'm looking forward to speaking to her again today. I just wanted to give a great salam and big um, love and dua to Sister Ruby. I love you, Sister Ruby. And inshallah ta'ala, I will talk to you and see you soon. Thank you so much for reaching out. And inshallah ta'ala, um, I'm looking forward to speaking to you. Um, so today we're going to be covering um, kind of how we can handle our parenting. Now, one thing I learned a long time ago is that we have these stories and we play them in our head about the way our childhood went and about like who we are and why we're who we are. And we kind of believe that that's the end of the story. And from now on, we're just forced to deal with what once was, but that's actually not the case. And because I realized that I was able to drastically change my world pretty much. And I wanted to share that power with you. And um, it's from actually being exposed to many things. Some of what I will share today is from Rebecca Eanes, some from David Spiegel, but mostly, um, and some from just the, the Quran and Sunnah, because you know, I like to mix like uh, modern and, uh, and, and Sunnah um, approaches with these types of issues. But what I did want to say is that either way, I need you to understand that you have a lot more power and control than you think you do over your life. You just have to choose to take it. If you choose not to take control, that is your choice as well. So um, I just wanted to share some of that today. So I'm going to show you a little exercise that you could do. And what happens is you could rewind and play this anytime you want. It's about a five, six point exercise that will help you get out of some bad 
thought patterns and into some better ones where you could be in a more positive space. Um, if you've had a, a childhood situation or um, you just want to improve your parenting, you find you're always yelling, you find you're always having issues with your children, and you just wish it would be better, but you're not quite sure how to make it better. So today I'm going to give you a little exercise how to get out of your head a little bit and into a better place. Okay, I'm going to to share a story of, um, we're just going to call him Tarek, okay? Tarek was born um, from a detached mother who wrote on his pages, his first pages, when he was, that he was basically unlovable or worthless. Tarek saw himself as his mother saw him, as children often do. And I want to really emphasize this point. This was the biggest revelation. Children see themselves as their mother sees them. And if you're constantly negative with your child, your child probably doesn't think that well of themselves, and that can cause a snowball effect of issues for them into adulthood. So I just want to say that that Tarek did not feel loved by his mother or that he was worth anything. He was constantly pointed out that he was doing everything wrong. He developed a poor self-concept as a result of her detachment and constantly you know, being upset with him. Because of this, he often had trouble forming meaning meaningful relationships. And with a one-two punch of being distrustful and feeling unlovable, he pushed people away without recognizing the pattern he kept repeating himself. His failure at forming relationships with others further solidified his negative view of himself. So one day about the age of 18, um, Tadek was lucky enough to encounter someone who could see the good in him, the good that was within him. And this person saw his worth and kind of challenged him to read over the, the first part of his life and, and, you know, reconsider the way he looked at himself. In doing so, he realized that his mother was detached because of her own personal story. She had her own things that she was working through and not because something was wrong with him. He had an innocent baby. He was just an innocent baby, you know, kind of built into an unfortunate circumstances his mom had seen and felt certain things in her own life that she didn't realize she was kind of um, deflecting onto him and he now felt compassion for the child he once was and he realized that he deserved a better story and just that shift in his mindset allowed him to see the difference and his feelings of self-worth grew and he was able to take the pen and fill his present page with a happier story. The story of Tarek is beautiful because it shows, one, the effect of parenting on a child fast-forwarding into the future, which I think is something we all wonder. My child right now and my parenting now, how is that going to make them you know, a great adult or adult with low self-esteem or whatever it is? And then also, it, it, it makes us think about our own story, maybe our own parents, right? Um, maybe our own parents were going through their own personal story and their personal story made us feel a certain way about ourselves, but they didn't mean to. It was just their personal story. Well, what do you want to be? What do you imagine your best self? What does it look like? Like Tadek, intentionally thinking about your own story can help us understand why we think, react, and behave in the habitual ways that we do. Focus self-reflection kind of about where we came from can help us understand ourselves. Now, for some people, that's a painful reflection, but it doesn't have to be. Not if you can look and then pull yourself right out, which is the exercise that we're going to do today. So I just want you to really quickly to consider how your childhood was. What were the events that kind of, and the relationships that kind of like shaped who you feel you are today? What have been the turning points in your life? Which relationships most informed you um, of, of who you are now? 
And what successes and failures have created your current outlook on the future? What beliefs do you have about children and about parenting? So taking some time to truly reflect on these is really important because um, once you've looked at your story, you can be more honest about where you need to go next. Okay, so now if you literally want to rewrite your story, you can sit there and take a moment to do this exercise where you truly reflect on the questions I mentioned. You can even talk it out with your partner if you want, and then you could write your life out on paper, like the main points of your life that you feel um, were about your childhood or relationships or turning points or which relationships mattered the most or or formed who you are today. Like you could literally write that out. It's actually a really good exercise. If you don't have time, we'll go through the mental um, and and emotional things now. But I would say doing that is actually a really great emotional exercise if you are able to do it. Now, once you've written your story down, you can take a highlighter and, and highlight the parts of the story that you feel need to be rewritten. And yeah, you you can rewrite them in a way. And I'll explain more of that in a second. And you're not denying your past or pretending things didn't happen. Instead, you're just simply looking at it objectively from an adult point of view. And that's something I did learn. Like even in my childhood, sometimes I would perceive things one way or the other. And even I had a sibling and we sometimes would live through the same experiences And have a completely different outlook on those experiences. Have you ever had that with another sibling or maybe even a spouse, right? Let's pretend a certain particular situation happened and you perceived it happened one way and your spouse saw it another way. Or pretend you have two children and an event just happened and one child thinks it was totally unfair and one child is totally fine with it. It's very amazing how we perceive things. And that's kind of something I've learned a lot in life. So now that you're kind of you know, looking at it from a different point of view as an adult, as opposed to the child you once were and you were less able to maybe voice your opinion or something like that, you're holding the pen now and you're going to get to decide how your story is is rewritten. And, you know, rewriting my own story has been a really powerful exercise. And I've done this journey myself in terms of self-growth. And it's true that, you know, my personal story is just like yours are probably full of ups and downs and wins and and losses and, and accomplishments and struggles. And that's totally normal. But, um, there were certain things that I realized I had to leave behind and, um, I got stuck on certain things in my story and that struggle had become my entire story. And I blamed it on that entire thing or that entire event or that entire person. But I couldn't do that anymore because I realized that that wasn't serving me. And um, I came across this idea of rewriting stories and as it was explained to me, and then I, I, I tried it and it absolutely worked. So that's what I'm sharing with you today. So now that you're aware of how like kind of your past has influenced you, You can choose to frame your experience in a new way, the same way I did. And I'm going to give you these five or six tips on how to do it step by step. Okay. So the first step is step one, review your story. And this is what we've kind of been doing this whole time, right? So don't sugarcoat it. Say what actually happened. This is what happened but I have the power to change it now. Even if it was something very, very bad for you. And you know, people go to therapy and stuff like that. They pretty much are doing this session after session after session. So I realized in my life that um, sometimes you can sit with yourself and do a lot of work. Sometimes when we go and we sit with someone else, I'm not saying not to go to therapy. That's also like a really um, great opportunity. But I'm just saying um, if you don't have that opportunity or before you get to that stage, it's a good um point if if there are things deeply bothering you that you think could be affecting your life or affecting your parenting and the reason I'm going through this especially for the parents is 
if you don't resolve these things, it comes out in your parenting both consciously and unconsciously. And in effect, you're almost ruining your own children. And this is what I realized is, was my biggest motivational factor for doing this self-work was I really loved my kids and I really didn't want to do anything to them that would be less than kind or fair. Um, so you review your story and you say, you know what? I survived. It'll make me stronger. Um, and, and now I can move on. So you reviewed your story. You highlighted things. You've looked at it. Number two, and this is part of my journaling as well. You express gratitude. You say like whatever the circumstances were, you're here now. And, I, and I'm here now. We have a desire to change. And by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can change anything. We don't put limits on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's no such thing as a negative attitude like, I don't know where to move from here. It's not possible. No, that is not the Islamic attitude. The Islamic attitude is by the help of Allah, we can do great things. So you have that gratitude. You start to say, Alhamdulillah, thank you Allah. For Let me just think right now of all the good things I do have now. Like that might have been the bad things I just reflected on. But let me pivot to what is good in my life right now. What has been amazing despite. And don't tell me you can't find anything because that would just be me or you being ungrateful, right? That's not the truth. There is good in everything. We have to just Stop looking at the bad all the time and focus on the good. So just think of the good and say, Alhamdulillah, thank you Allah for this. Thank you Allah for that. Step three, notice where you're kind of laying your blame. And again, um, there could be things that you blame because of a particular parent or a particular um, a life event. Um, or it could be just any any random um, family member or friend or like a school situation with a teacher, whatever it is. Oh, um, you know, I have a bad, um, a bad, uh, lack of, lack of patience because of my, my father. My father never had patience or, you know, my mother, my mother was always super cold to us. So I'm cold to my kids. It's, it's not my fault. This is how my mother raised me. And that's just, I'm a product of her. And that's, that's not, that's, I can't express myself because my dad didn't express himself or I don't trust men because my mother had a bad situation. You know, when we stop playing the blame game and taking ownership of our own behavior, we can kind of liberate ourselves from that particular thing. You are not who you are because of that situation. That is actually an untruth that we've told ourselves. So what we tell ourselves really matters. And, um, that's a really sad narrative. So we're going to change that narrative to that might have happened, but that doesn't shape who I am. That is not who I am. Okay. And number four, ask yourself, this is the real, this was the kicker for me too. Ask yourself, what will happen if you stay stuck where you are? Let's pretend you don't do any of this work I'm talking about and you just stay where you are. I want you to slowly fast forward the real here. Get a detailed image in your mind of what your life will be like five years from now, 10 years from now, if you keep living in the mental state that you are what will your relationship with your child probably look like maybe similar to yours with your parents if they weren't so nice you know what I'm trying to say you know I'm going here what is your relationship with your partner going to look like will you be burdened with regret 10 15 years from now or maybe your kids they're older and they don't want anything to do with you now I want you to imagine instead that you become the person that you want to be I want you to fast forward that one too. Pretend you do this work. Pretend you figure it out. Pretend you take your past and you rewrite it. And we'll talk about what that could look like in a minute. And I want you to 
Now imagine what would your relationships look like? And this this is a really, really powerful exercise. And for me, me envisioning what it would look like if I made these changes was pivotal. It allowed me to see the goal I was reaching towards. Me sitting with my children, like start to envision what that would look like. Me talking to my children like this, them responding like that. My relationship with my spouse looking like this. And step five, now that you have a clear vision of your future that you want for yourself, rewrite your story in a way that empowers you. Write yourself capable, strong, the victor in every sense of the word. Now, if you've written um, both stories on paper, it's better. So let me tell you what that might look like, okay? So um, you could write your story in a, in a sad way and say, oh, you know, like the way it was before. Oh, it was this and that, and this happened to me, and this happened to me, and this happened, and my relationship was like this. Oh, you could rewind this podcast, all the points I mentioned. Okay, all the questions. When you're rewriting, you're taking those same questions and you're turning them into more positive answers the way you want them to be. So I had a poor relationship with my dad. Let's say um, from now on, I have the choice to be um, to have a great relationship um, with my dad. I have, a, I have a choice to feel good despite the fact that he's going to still act like this. See, understand that rewriting your story doesn't mean changing the characters in the story. Because those characters might just stay who they are. And there was a saying I once read on the wall of my daughter's school back when I used to send them long, long time ago. Um, and I remember walking past this plaque and it meaning something to me. And after that, I heard this quote several times after that, you know, multiple times. And it said, everything in your life that happens, every event, 10% of it is the event. And 90% of it is your reaction to the event. We feel all the time like we have no control because this person is like that and I can't change them. Or this person is like this and there's nothing I can do. Or that situation is like this and I've tried but I can't change it. Guess what, guys? It's all about the way you react. You are in full control of your emotions. You don't feel like it. That's just because you haven't trained yourself to have control of your emotions. I actually have a podcast back um, called Take Your Life Back if you scroll back and I talk about that. So you can go check that one out. But once you've trained your mind, that's all I had to do. You train your emotion. And I was not taught this from my parents. So just so you know, it is a learnable skill, right? Um you are able to move forward even if the people in your life decide not to change only you do okay so um you could take your old story if you want after you've rewritten your new one you know and and i'm going to be a parent like this even though you know whatever it's going to be great it's going to be like this it's going to look like this it's going to feel like this rewrite your story of the way your future will be and you could take your old story and you could throw it crumple it up and be like this story no longer exists the act of actually throwing it out is actually powerful too. So if you want to actually do this exercise of writing and throwing it out, it's great. And number six, you're, you're, you're basically, I just want to reemphasize that from now on as you're living day by day, you're making your own new story by changing your thought patterns. So shifting your thinking was, is, is pivotal. It was pivotal when I learned to do it. And I mentioned this and how to wake up in the morning, I think at 4.30, even if you don't want to, this whole thing of from the minute we pick our head up from the pillow, exactly what are we telling ourselves? Throughout the day, I want you to start paying attention. What am I telling myself? I can't do this. This is horrible. I hate my life. I hate that. If you keep telling yourself that, that's why you're as sad as you are. So we have to change it. Every time I start to say one of those to myself or anything negative, I say, nope, that's not true. And then I just say the opposite. And that alone is extremely powerful and it will push you through difficult situations and it will help you to move through a lot of your pain. And so I just wanted to share these things with you. And, you know, my own story 
has shifted immensely because of this. I was in darker places, deeper places, but because I was able to do little exercise like these, it was able to pull me out and to create my own story. And I was honest about my struggle, okay? I didn't ignore it and pretend it didn't happen, but I just didn't get lost in it. I didn't get stuck in it. I didn't get wrapped up in it and cause it to affect the way that I now parent my kids. So I'm now um, shifting and parenting my kids differently and I've been doing it and, and I'm growing every day. I'm not done growing. I'm still growing and I'm growing and I'm growing and inshallah you will too. I hope you really enjoyed this exercise and I hope you really enjoyed thinking about your past and thinking about how you can change your future and use it to be a better person or a better parent. But in terms of parenting, these are the types of exercises we do have to do to make a better future for our children. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.